Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. Merry Christmas. It's um, the day after Boxing Day here and I'm just hopping on to record an episode about new year, the new year called New Year, New Me BS. <laughs> Bullshit. Um, just wanted to have a chat to you about that, but I hope you all had a nice Christmas. Um, I'm still very full. I ate a lot on Christmas Day, a lot Boxing Day leftovers and again today for lunch. Um, so it's nice. We're start, sort of starting to get to that stage now where we're really relaxing, winding down. Um, Jace did have to go to work last night, but I've got the week off and the kids and I are just, yeah, chilling out. I watched two movies last night, had a bit of a sleep in this morning, um, still trying to exercise and, you know, keep that sort of routine going. But um, it's just nice not to have to watch the clock and have to be at work and have to be at school and all the running around. So packed up all the Christmas um, stuff today and had a clean up. So it sort of feels good, I think, to be over and done with for a year. I love Christmas, but um, the lead up to it's just crazy, I think. So many functions on and so many things to do and worrying about if you've bought enough, you know, for everyone and all of that. We only buy for our kids which is good, but um, it's still just that stress, isn't it? Wrapping them and, you know, making sure everything's right. We had Christmas lunch here. We had about 15 people. So it was just all of the baking and cooking and, you know, getting organised for that. So it's nice now just to relax. I love this week in between Christmas and New Year. Um, Normally we go away to Lakes Entrance, but we couldn't get in. It was just so booked out this year so we're going on the 18th of January so it's nice I've got a week off now and then I'll go back to work for two weeks and then a week off to go to lakes then back to work for two weeks and then we're actually the kids are going to school for a week and then we're actually doing our big Queensland trip that we've wanted to do our road trip um so that'll be amazing that's a bit of a long one and pulling the kids out of school because you know what, they've missed out on so much. Um, you know, people might say, oh, they're missing out on school, they've missed enough school, but they've also missed um, a lot of life, you know, a lot of life experiences that we'd normally do. We had to cancel our holiday two Septembers in a row and um, we we're going to wait till next September. And I said to Jace, you know what, we, let's just go in Feb because it's just, yeah, we've wanted to do it for so long. We want to catch up with our friends. We've got a really close family that we're friends with in Brisbane so we're going to meet them and, yeah, it'd be nice just to see. I haven't seen the top of northern New South Wales. We always sort of just fly to Queensland or, or whatever. So it'd be nice to actually see it all, see our amazing country. So anyway, coming up to New Year's, um, I just wanted to speak about, you know, I think over the years, I don't know about you, but I've always done this, you know, New Year's resolutions and what are my New Year's resolutions and it lasts about a week. It's not really. So the last two years or so, I've just thought, you know what, New Year's resolutions, what a load of shit. I'm just not doing it because it doesn't work. And if I want to change something, I'll change it any time of the year. It doesn't have to be the new year to change something. So and, you know, it's funny that only 8% of people actually succeed with their New Year's resolutions and the other 92% fail because they don't make a plan and they don't have a clear intention. And, and like I said, I've done this as well. And you don't have or they don't have a big enough why and the desire to change 
isn't greater than their or your desire to stay the same. And you can self-sabotage and, you know, fall back into old habits and belief systems derail and, you know, don't remain, you don't remain consistent and persistent and committed. So it's easy to say, you know, 2022 is going to be my year and it's going to be this and it's going to be that. But it actually takes 21 days to make or break a habit and 90 days to create a lifestyle. So many people don't actually get to the 21-day mark because they want instant gratification, you know. They want the reward and not the struggle, um, the summit and not the climb and the result and not the process. And life doesn't work like that. You know, January, the 1st of January um, signifies a new beginning. However, each day allows for a new beginning. And you don't have to wait for tomorrow or Monday or for the weekend or for the holidays for a new year to create change. If you really want something, you'll find a way. And if you don't, you'll find an excuse. It's like me um, last year. It was actually, I think, January. But um, it was me just saying, you know what, I'm going to walk every day. I'm going to walk, see how, you know, how I go walking every day. And I have done it. Like there's only been a few days that I haven't walked. And it was more about um, the job that I was in at the time. I needed a stress release. So I was walking at night. I was finishing work and going for a walk. And it just made me feel so much better. Then when I, I had about five months off in between jobs and I walked every morning, you know, I just got up and went for a walk, sent the kids to school and got up and went for a walk. And I just did it. And it became a habit. Once you get past the 21 days and then even more so when you get past the 90 days, it's just part of my lifestyle now. And I'm not punishing myself by saying, you know, I have to walk because otherwise I'll put on weight or I have to walk because it's good for my mental health or whatever. It's just part of my lifestyle. It's just what I do. You know, I went for a walk last night on Boxing Day after I'd eaten so much because I knew that it would make me feel better by walking. So it's just, and also I've done a fitness app. Um, there's a free fitness app called Fit On, and I've done that for a year now as well. And before that, I'd done another fitness app um, for a year, or it might have been, yeah, it was a year. And then before that, religiously, I just went to the gym um, for about six, seven years, I think it was. I went to the gym at least three times a week. Um, what I do is I just put it in my diary. At the start of each week, I put in my diary what days I'm doing weights and what days I'm going for a walk. And it was the same with the gym. I used to put in what days I'm doing classes and it's just part of my schedule and it's something that I do. And I actually just go through my diary now and I actually write the things that I've got to do for the day and I tick them off and it's a really nice feeling, even if it's just, you know, washing, ironing, wash the sheets, whatever, on those certain days, I tick them off and it's a feeling of sort of satisfaction. So I just, if it's in my diary, I just do it. So, and it's the old fashioned diary too, just pen and paper. I don't even use my phone for a diary or anything. So um, change, you know, begins when you're truly really ready and by laying the first brick and then laying the next and laying the next and if you lay one brick every day and you focus on the journey not the destination and you pay attention to what happens you know you're not going to master the rest of your life in just one day you just have to relax and master the day 
then just keep going and doing that every day, just one day at a time. And one of my biggest tips when it comes to change is just align yourself with people that you can learn from. You know, if it's walking that you want to do, find someone who wants to walk with you. If it's going to the gym, find, you know, someone or talk to people at the gym. Learn from people um, who want more out of life and people who are stretching and searching and, you know, seeking some higher ground. You need to align yourself with people who fit your destiny and not your history. So, you're the average of um, five people that you spend the most time with. So take a look around and ask yourself a very important question. Do the people that I surround myself with lift me higher or do they drag me down? And it's amazing. I can't believe how much time flies. I was actually just last night sorting my diaries. Every year I buy a new diary and I was getting rid of last year's because now we're in the 27th of December my next year's diary starts and I go through my diary and I write people's birthdays in and, you know, things like that. And I go through and I think, oh my God, was that a year ago already? Was that February we did that? It felt like yesterday. The year just flew for me. I don't know about you, but um, so much happened and it was such a great year for me, but also it just went quick. I think it was with all the lockdowns and things like that. We just, you know, we're in isolation and then we weren't and, you know, so many good things happen. So I just, um, I love looking back on the year and, and then looking forward and adding things in my diary. You know, I put all of the school holidays in and I put when everyone's birthday is and I just get a vision of the year in my head and um, go from there. So I just wanted to know, you know, how have you written your new year's resolutions yet and if you haven't i want to introduce you to new year manifestations this is what i go by now instead of calling it resolutions i like to think of them as manifestations so it isn't like the resolutions you used to write before and it's not just about the things you want to accomplish or the things that you want to change These are our goals and it's important for us to reach them to a certain extent. So it isn't like, um, you know, it's, it's just more than that. And, you know, years and years before we had to think about our resolutions for a long time and it's not something, I don't think it's something that you randomly come up with overnight. You know, these are our goals and it's important to reach them. But, you know, if for you, if let's say it's, you know, you want to lose weight what do you um what do you do when the new year comes you know um you buy new shoes or you buy um you know you try new workout routines or anything to support your goal plus you feel great about it so you keep going and every day you set aside 20 or 30 minutes to you know regular exercise you're eating well but sort of somehow along the way you lose it and you lose the drive and the consistency and the motivation and we replace those intentions with excuses and, you know, oh, I didn't get to do it today, I was too busy or, oh, I didn't, at someone's birthday I've got to have that cake or whatever. And it ends up bringing us down, I think, and making us feel like a failure. You know, I'm sure some people have been really successful with it and I'm not knocking and I congratulate those who are able to keep going. Um, but... I, I just want to tell you, you're not a failure. And now, you know, how do we fight that resolution blues through 
I think it's through manifestations. It's time to create a better and healthy year for you. And here's how I think it's more like of a lifestyle change. And for me, you know, mum and dad were saying to me this week, they're on the shakes, you know, the man shake and the lady shake. And I just said, that's great. And that's good if it works. But what happens when you start eating real food again? And, you know, you start putting the weight on again. And, you know, it's you're depriving yourself of the food you really want. You know, they're oh, no, I can't have a chocolate, you know, things like that. I, I just say, you know, for me, um, it's about a lifestyle change. You know, I decided three years ago, I think it was or more, I am going to do fasting because I didn't really feel like breakfast. I was forcing myself to eat breakfast because I thought I had to. So I've been doing intermittent fasting where I don't eat until 12 o'clock every day. And that's just my rule. I don't eat before 12 o'clock. I have a cup of tea and a chewy and then I have my lunch. I might have afternoon tea and then I have my main meal and I might have some chocolate. But I just find that the lifestyle of the fasting because I'm, you know, fasting for 16 hours and only eating in an eight-hour block, I can sort of eat a little bit more of what I want and, you know, I can have takeaway and things like that. Whereas if I wasn't doing fasting, I feel like I'd have to really watch what I ate so that I don't put on too much weight. But um, it's not a diet. It's not, you know, oh, I'm struggling as I'm fasting. Oh, I can't eat breakfast. Um, it's not a struggle to do it. It's my part of my lifestyle now. And the days that I have actually eaten brekkie, which hasn't been often, it's probably been twice in that whole time, I actually find that by 10 o'clock I'm starving and I'm wanting to eat everything because once I've started eating for the day, I want to keep eating for the day. So it just doesn't, it doesn't work for me. It doesn't, you know, what I do, the fasting lifestyle suits me better. So you've got to find, I think, what suits you and what, you know, what works for your body. And I find that the best thing to do with your manifest manifesting for your um, New Year's instead of resolutions is to just reflect and take time to look back at 2021 and, you know, the year that was and how did it go for you and, you know, analyse what's happened and, and create the end of year review with your resolutions you had in mind for this year and, ask yourself some important questions. So what made me stop doing, you know, what I thought about doing at the start of last year? What did I do to keep going? And how do I feel about myself now? Like, do I feel like a failure? Do I feel like I succeeded? What should I work on? So, you know, for me, I think I feel really good about the year because I did keep walking and I did keep my fasting routine and you know, I had some got. We had some certain goals that we worked towards that we um, achieved. So, knowing the answers to these questions will help you express what you lacked and what you should work on for the following year. And you shouldn't just jump into it and you know I'm continuing my goals this 2022. You know, listen to what your mind and body have to say first. And you can do that by using gratitude. Gratitude's just such a beautiful thing because it enables us to think about all the great things the universe has given to us. So go ahead and write down all the things you're grateful for. And I'm sure there's, there's plenty. And whether they're big or small things, you're blessed with the gift of life and great health. And, you know, these things alone are enough to make you feel grateful. So the manifesting part of it. So after answering the questions and writing down what you're grateful for, 
it's time to write your manifestations. So your new year manifestations shouldn't make you drag yourself just to accomplish it. It's not supposed to make you feel obliged. Um, instead, it should make you feel really good and really happy about it and, you know, motivated. And it doesn't have to be a long list. It's about manifesting a better year and a better you. So you can start with these questions. You know, ask yourself, what is my word or mantra for 2022? What do I want to experience more of in 2022? And what should I do for myself this 2022? So for me, you know, I've thought about it a lot and it's probably all of December, I sort of think, okay, new year. Yeah, what am I thinking of next year? I want to continue what um, this year has been for me, but I also want to, you know, for me, I'd like to start the magic book again at the start of January because I think it's just such a good, um, you know, it's a 28-day gratitude process and it's just such a good, I think, start to put you in the right mode the right vibe you know for the year it's so motivating and inspiring and you know we've got a financial goal to be debt free next year so that's another one you know how do we how do we achieve that what do we have to budget you know we always do a really good budget so what do we have to budget for and what can we um what do we need to buy this year think things about that you know i'm just thinking of myself being at my best weight you know i probably feel a little bit <laughs> blah at the moment because i've eaten so much for christmas and things like that but you know i think if you think of yourself at your best weight the universe will figure out how to make that happen so it's not you know you have to starve yourself or have to exercise yourself into the ground but just think about yourself you know manifest it and think about it and visualize it you know, it, whether it's at your best weight or your best, um, you know, if you're weight training or something like that, at your best self, like your best physique and your healthiest, you know, what do you have to do for that? Is it different vitamins you have to take? Is it going to see a kinesiologist or a naturopath? Is it, you know, I'm even thinking um, I love going to get a massage because it helps me and I have had a bit of a sore back and so will I alternate, you know, fortnightly with osteo and massage and you know, just put these sort of things in place to make yourself feel at your best because when you feel at your best, I think you do your best and you're a better mum, you're a better wife, you're a better friend, you're a better workmate, you know, all of those things. So I'm also thinking, you know, of being grateful and just spending quality time with family and friends and not getting too busy as well, you know, not booking um, us in for everything and, you know, December I thought was just absolutely crazy chaos with all the work parties and, you know, catching up here and catching up there. So I I just want to be less busy because it doesn't align with me and, you know, with the kids, you know, asking them what sport do you really want to play, not just because your friends are playing it or because you think you should. What do you actually want to do? And if you don't want to play sport, well, that's okay too, you know. You spend a lot of time on your scooter or on your mountain bike and, you know, for the kids, I think the year of COVID taught them that they don't have to do sport or, you know, it's great to be involved in sports, don't get me wrong. I think it teaches kids a lot and it's great to have that commitment and to turn up and things like that. But I think they learnt that they can actually entertain themselves and do what 
they really want to do and you know by and that might be mountain bike riding in the pines or you know going spending a lot of time at the skate park things like that so they're just thinking about well do I really want to play basketball and commit to that every you know twice a week or do I want to be a little bit more free and you know see how I go along the way so I'm just letting them decide as well not that I've ever forced them to play I've always it's always been their choice but just for them to have freedom to um yeah to not have to do much and just be less committed it's a nice feeling I think to be free so and also we really want to enjoy our holiday um we've like I said waited a long time for that so I think, you know, making memories is just so important and I look at the holidays that we have been on over the years and we look back at the photos with so much joy and so many good memories. So really looking forward to that and um, just learning more in my job and, you know, we're going to be back in the office as of next week. I have done a little bit the last couple of weeks as well but just enjoying my job and learning more and doing um and doing that well and building relationships with the people that I work with and things like that. So also um, doing vision boards like I've spoke about in previous episodes, um, doing vision boards on your phone, you know, screensaver and things like that and just thinking about it and once you've achieved that goal, you change your vision board and that's a, an ongoing thing. Now, I don't think that's something that you just do in January. It's something that I'm always doing probably once every I don't know one to two months I'm changing my vision board because things happen (laughs) so the law of attraction just works its magic and things happen and I can tick them off and change it to something else so I think that's just a powerful thing of doing something that's ongoing all year round and things like the magic book and if you need a bit of a pick-me-up or a bit of a spark it really helps to do that so I also write in my gratitude journal every night, um, you know, things that I'm grateful for, things that I have done today, um, things that I want to do tomorrow, that sort of thing. So once you're um, you're done with writing down all of the answers for, you know, what is my mantra for 2022, what do I want to experience more of in 2022, what should I do for myself Once you've answered all of those questions, it's three questions, it's not many, but once you've answered them, I think you can get a really clear goal of what your year's going to look like. And, you know, these can be your new year manifestations and immerse yourself in the mantra that you've created. And is it prepare, sacrifice, endure, or is it I manifest the life that I deserve? Whatever mantra you've created, you focus your life around that and I'm sure you will live a happier and more abundant 2022. So be your own person this year as well. Um, Strive for greatness because you can do anything and you're a powerful being and in manifestations, your mind is your power. You take hold of that power and you use it to create a happy new year and a happy new you. So happy manifesting, guys. I hope that helps and I hope you all have a lovely and safe happy New Year's. We don't actually do that much. We might have a barbecue with friends or something for New Year's, but we don't really do that much. I think it's just another day really. Um, It's nice to celebrate with the kids and, you know, say Happy New Year, that sort of thing. But the three things that I'm grateful for today are um, Christmas Day. We had a lovely Christmas Day with family 
and it's just so nice to have everyone and I felt just real immense gratitude on the day thinking I'm so lucky that I've got everyone here with me who I want here with me um I did think a lot about Taylor and we were going to go to the cemetery but the day just sort of got away from us so we will get there before we go away because it's actually her um 14th death anniversary in January so normally when it comes to January I do get a bit um oh bloody January you know it's the 20th of January her anniversary and I do get a bit um funny with it but um it's getting easier it does get better time does heal um but yeah I would be lying if I said um it goes away because it never goes away that feeling and even though it's been 14 years it's still somebody who is a part of you who's missing you know who's not in your life anymore or who is in an in in a different way and you know Christmas day we had dragonflies at the pool and it was just amazing to see the signs and feathers and things like that so it is quite amazing for us to see all of those feathers and I want to have a chat to you soon too about spirituality and my experience with a clairvoyant that sort of thing I would have loved to interview my clairvoyant but she's actually moved away and I can't get back in contact with her but I did see clairvoyant um uh probably every year or so for a few years there and it was just so helpful for me. So I'm hoping to get on to another clairvoyant and have a session with her and just share um, how powerful that can be. So anyway, I'm waffling on. The second thing that I'm grateful for is that I have the week off work. Um, I absolutely love my job. So it's, it's you know, not, um, you know, it's not that I needed a break from work and I needed, but I think I just needed the time to just have at home, like I said, watching movies, sleeping in, not having to watch the clock, that sort of thing. So it's nice to have that week off with the kids and, um, yeah, we're going to do things like we're going to Melbourne Cranbourne Skate Park tomorrow with the boys. We're going to go out to the Weir, which we love. We love going out there in summer. We take the kayaks and have a picnic out there. We'll probably do it at day trip to the beach um it's going to be really hot this weekend 34s so we'll be swimming in the pool I've pretty much swam in the pool nearly every day and it's just amazing our pool's magnesium mineral so it's just so nice to be able to um get in there it's so good for your skin it's good for your body and yeah just love it it's amazing and the third thing is is that the weather's going to be nice so just yeah reiterating what i just said it's going to be 34 and it's going to be really nice weather it's a bit rainy and horrible today a bit overcast but that's okay we're having a cruisy day so you can follow me guys on instagram at the law of attraction with lee i do post the odd photo um if you want to see a photo of my family i did post one for christmas day if you don't know me um or Facebook at an angel with a message, Taylor's story. If you can please rate, review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, that would be amazing help. I'm just doing this podcast to help people. So I hope that it helps you in some way. Um, I don't get anything out of it or anything like that. I just want to be able to help people and give back. So I love being able to give back. That actually helps me as a person. So Enjoy your New Year's, guys, and I'll talk to you in a couple of weeks or maybe not, maybe sooner. I don't know. We'll see how we go. The law of attraction is how I live my best life and I hope it can help you live yours too. See you later, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. 